Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Listen, I'm hissing like a snake. Did you catch that? Yeah, it was nice. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm excited. Big day for St. Louis U High in the Missouri Journalism School. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and also St. Gabriel's. My goodness. Uh, this is Balloon Party driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura. And Darren Pang's going to join us at 1015. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to him over with Panger. Yeah. Because last week I had a camera in my ass at this time. <laughs> That's true. So I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. But who's to say I don't this time? You just might not know it. It mm. might be remote controlled Our little by secret. you. Uh, so that'll make the show a little more enjoyable today because I never know I'm going to get buzzed. But we do know that Darren Pang will be with us at 1015. So that's the thing that we know. What else do we know? We know Jackson is nervous about LSU tonight. I don't, yeah. Oh, you're taking it for granted, and here no, we no. go. I, you can't take it for granted because it's still a road game. I think Missouri is a five-point favorite. Um, which on the road is, I guess, nice. Uh, yeah, just got to hit, hit some shots, uh, defend better than they did in the first half against Georgia, and there should be no issue. But, okay. you know, anything can happen in 40 minutes of basketball. Nice. And it's March. So, uh, you know, we've just started March. And will Missouri still be alive at the end of March? What chances would you say that Missouri is still alive at the end of March? The end of March? That's right, that's right. That's right, that's right. Three and a half percent? Three and a half percent chance they're playing the final four. That's what your math means. Yeah. Yeah. I think three and a half out of a hundred times they play the NCAA tournament. Three and a half times they'll go to the final four. Hmm. Kind of, I think that's a that's a fair number. Yeah. Going any I think lower. That's a fair number. Yeah. Going any higher, I think, is naive. Going any lower is disrespectful. What about Billadoy? Uh, same percentage. Because they oh, have such so much a talent. Out political no, but they BS. have but they have a really talented team. It's just I love the people in New Hampshire. I love the people of Iowa. I, so if I if I if I compliment Illinois, I, I no, call you it, didn't compliment them. You just you you copped out by saying Illinois has the exact same chance as Missouri. I think they're very absurd, similar teams. Absurd take. I think they're very. They have both have really wide deltas. I think Missouri has cut their teeth a little bit more in the SEC than Illinois has in the Big Ten. But Illinois has some good wins, no doubt about it, and they have a wide delta, similar to Missouri. So He's I got a wider like, delta. Probably Missouri because of the talent. So therefore, Missouri should have the higher chance. Not just going. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm scared of the six one eight. That's what that told me. No, I'm be- scared of the six one eight. Good day, six one eight listeners, and you know you're in his kitchen. Come after him. The Tigers' ceiling is higher. The Tigers' ce- floor is also lower. So that's why I think that the the chances are the, okay. are the same. Okay. What are the chances Missouri gets eliminated in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Forty five percent, but it's so matchup dependent. What are the chances Illinois gets eliminated in the first round of NCAA tournament? I'd say I'd actually give it less percentage. Again, the floor is higher. But again, so matchup dependent. So I'll say 
40 percent okay all right I think Illinois is a good team, and they're super well coached. You're scared of the six one eight? They got I'm you. Not, I'm not scared of the six one eight. I'm the five seven threes. No, I'll tell. You, Missouri has won four of the last brag, four of the last five bragging rights games, and it's honestly kind of embarrassing because Illinois has had more talented teams every single time. Why do I see a bunch of texts saying North Carolina? Uh, I assume that was the trivia question. At ah, the end. we're giving away tickets to the Arch Madness. Oh, do we have trivia? Oh, well, we don't. Have any trivia. I did that gauntlet one of the times I uh, co-hosted, filled in. For, uh, I guess, Jamie Rivers, probably, mm-hmm. back in September. And I lost. Mm. It bothered me. I'm still bothered by it. I'd love to do trivia. Yeah, I mean, I can come up with a I mean, Randy Carricker is, he's infallible. He is. He's great. People beat Randy Carricker, and it gets in his kitchen. He doesn't like it. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I know. Rocky will ask me some of the questions afterwards, and I'll have no idea. If it's basketball related, I'll most likely get it, but otherwise, kind of lost. So we're giving away tickets to the Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament. 33rd annual Missouri Valley Conference tournament hitting the court at Enterprise Center this Thursday, Borch 2nd through Sunday, Borch 5th. Tickets for Warch Madness are on sale right now. Get all the ticket details at 101ESPN.com. You can win a pair of single session passes right now by texting in 314 399 9646. There you go. That's how you can win. I guess we give it, we do a trivia question in the final segment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of see, and then whoever texted in first. So do I go up against the listener? No, it would just be whoever would send it in the first time. But I could ask it to you first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I give the answer, and then somebody hears that and texts it in. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a game. I think it's a great game. This it's is... essentially who can text in fastest. Yeah, with the right answer. The 573 hates Mr. Ledoux. You go what? by Mr. Ledoux now? No. and Mr. What? Fuji. He would always have that cane, and he would interfere with matches. You're Mr. Ledoux. I guess. I don't know who Mr. Fuji is. Yikes. Nice show prep ass. Um, but I, how could the 573 hate me? I'm a true son. Well, you said Illinois has less of a chance of losing in the first round of the tournament, the Missouri. Yeah. I'd actually, but I would give Missouri a higher chance of going to the Final Four. You just gave them the same percentage. I can play the audio back for you. I can play. You gave 3.5%. Oh, that's right. I mean, you're a complete. You're, what you are is you're a pathological liar. <laughs> Where is Rocchio? Bring in the St. Gabriel. I only work with St. Gabriel people going forward. Does that man go home and take a nap or something? <laughs> that's, the, that's the best news you've had. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, that, that, I, I forgot what I had said. <laughs> you just contradicted yourself. I did. I walked right are into you that. Aw- are you aware that you have? Are you A- aware after of I said it, yeah. I was like, oh. That you've perjured yourself? Yeah. Well, I, can I amend my percentages? Have some pride and stop sipping for Illinois on this show. It's from the 636. <sighs> Goodness, what can I do to win around here? I guess leave. That would be the answer. Mr. Ledoux is a flip-flopper. It's the 5-7-3. Oh, my God. I'm struggling now. People from the 5-7-3 do not appreciate young adults wearing diapers in the Caribbean Sea. That's from the 5-7-3. Mm. I'm going to bite my tongue. How great with the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament will be all if the teams who played in the Missouri Valley at one time were actually playing in the tournament. You mean like Wichita State, Creighton, teams like that? I don't know. I just read what's in the teleprompter, and I felt like my read probably wasn't as good as the text, but at the same time, I don't think the text was that good. Mm. And if I could go back 14 seconds ago, I wouldn't have read it. That's my official analysis of what just took place. If I could go back a minute, I would have said something different, too. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Darren Pang is going to join us. The Blues lost last night. Uh, Jackson, no, what are your thoughts on what happened? Ah, uh, tough battle. You know, sometimes you can't get pucks out of the zone. 
Uh, you can't get pucks in deep. And at the end of the day, you can't get pucks in the net. And that's going to cost you some points. Wow. That was like a... That was a that was a credible breakdown, even though I know it was based on absolute error. Yeah, I did no idea. I did not watch last evening's. There were there were some rumblings yesterday. Darren Drager with this tweet that got Blues fans going about the possibility of Alberta boy Colton Pareko. Yes, I know. A little little smoke, but then the oil. Uh, made a different move and I don't know how I was just talking about that with Jeremy Rutherford and, and he was on TMA and I believe he he teased us on TMA that he was posting an article right around 10 o'clock mm-hmm. on Colton Pareko so we'll have that for you we'll have Darren Pang uh, coming up as well and we welcome you to win these Missouri Valley uh, Conference Tournament tickets by texting in the Air Comfort Service text line 314-399-9646 and also just kind of because this is a macro show do you not trust this show anymore now after hearing Jackson? <laughs> oh, my God. Does, it, does that impact the credibility of what had been known as honesty and media? Yeah, boy. I really have to wear this one. Yeah. Yeah, if I could amend those percentages, I would oh, say— Oh, okay, go ahead. Missouri has like a 4.5% chance. Well, Illinois has a 3.5% chance. What new fun. information did you get in the last four minutes? Uh, no new information, just different thoughts. I mean, I came up with it on the fly— I mean, it's either way, it's extremely unlikely to either go, but that's the fun of the tournament. <laughs> that's what makes it all worth it. Oh, what I would do for the Final Four appearance. It would be everything for me. You would trade it over anything? Anything, literally anything. Wow. Uh, an NBA franchise moving to St. Louis. That's like the only thing. So if you could have Missouri in the Final Four or an NBA franchise move to St. Louis, what would you pick? I'd take the NBA franchise. Okay. I think it'd be better for the city. It'd be better for me personally. Yeah. And that's what this show is about. It's all about me. Respect that. Yeah. It's kind of the model I've <laughs> employed for the last couple of decades. Darren Pang joins us next. Your text, 314-399-9646. Somebody's winning Missouri Valley Conference Tournament tickets. Panger next. This is the Mug and Ass, St. Louis Acura. Balloon Party on 101 We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It's time to talk Blues Hockey with Darren Pang. Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company and their Urban Underdog Lager. Prost. Welcome back. Wow. Jackson with a riff. I, I actually, you playing Guar, bro? I actually didn't have anything right there. This was the first thing I saw, and I put otherwise it would have come in bone dry. Oh my God. I felt like I was at Oakville Prom. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Balloon Party, turned by Mungan St. Louis Acura. I hear tell that Darren Pang, who joins us now, is especially happy today. I also know he's in the Philadelphia area, and here is what I'm going to make a play on. I'm going to I'm going to wager a, a quarter of a unit on this. He's playing Pine Valley today. There's my action. Panger, can you confirm? That would be fantastic if I was playing Pine Valley today. No, I'm in a car going to the practice of the New York Rangers here in Philadelphia. In Same fact, difference. I'm having a, a Philly-Philly. I'm having a Philly cheesesteak here on my way, and I'm just mossing. <laughs> I'm just mossing. <laughs> Bonus points. Yeah, that's huge. You're just trying to appeal to Jackson. You're the only person on this show, listener or host, who appeals to Jackson, yeah. and, I, and I appreciate that. I'm the number one Panger well, fan in this world. See, I actually asked Jackson if he knew what it meant, and, and then he said, of course. And I said, how old are you? And he, then he said he was 24. I said, now I get it. Yeah, he's 24. I told my, I told my wife that I was mossing, and she said, she said, 
Easy there, big fella. You're 59 <laughs> years old. No mossing going on. <laughs> Darren Pang with us every Wednesday here on Balloon Party, talking it over. Uh, what have been your opinions of what we've seen here with the Blues over the last couple of weeks? Uh, with the Barbashev move. Knew, mm. I think we knew this all was coming. Um, and I think for the most part, Jeremy Rutherford was saying, he said for the most part, fans have been pretty supportive of it because they understand the situation. But I'm curious, not just with your opinion, but traveling around the league as, as you do, what people's impressions are and what your opinion is. Well, I think I think what Army did right off the hop to, to get ahead of the game, starting with the Tarasenko and, and Mikola, and uh, I'll see them tonight because it's the Rangers here in Philadelphia. But, uh, you know, that that set a pretty good standard right there around the league. And in fact, when you look at it and look what Chicago got for Patrick Kane, um, you know, I think Army did a phenomenal job of, of just getting ahead of it. And then, and then the next one, the Ryan O'Reilly deal. I mean, you know, he moved in again, stealth like and, and got, got his deal done. So, I mean, overall, I think, I think Army can be really applauded for, for the work that he did and just making these decisions is not easy. You know that Tim, I mean, it's like, okay, they won three in a row, um, once we moved to Vladdy and Mikko, this team sort of found something, and and uh, maybe there's something there that uh, we can we can maybe hope for, win three in a row. But you know, the hard decision is okay. I've got a move that I've, I've got, and I'm able to make it, and uh, and, that, and that's what happens with with uh, with the Ryan O'Reilly deal, Noel Achari. But I, you know, I really thought the first deal that was going to be done was going to be Barbashev. To be quite honest with you, hmm. Jimmy, I thought, you know, because he was the guy that. I mean, we were in, you know, every every away rink, every home rink, it was the same scouts. There's 12, 15 scouts. Uh, it was general managers and their lead uh, pro scout. And you know when that's happening, you knew that there was the good teams were after Barbashev. I knew that it was going to be, it was Vegas, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Boston. I, I had, you know, that that's those are the teams that I thought were, were going to grab uh, Barbashev. So Army even said it uh, yesterday or the day before. He said that he got the most attention. It wasn't the maybe the biggest um, value coming back or the most assets coming back. But uh, he was a guy that, you know, that the phone calls kept coming for, for Ivan Barbashev. So not surprised there. <laughs> in fact, uh, totally not surprised since he sold his house and is closing sometime in March. So he really knew that he wasn't coming back here um, after they had discussions, you know, being a future UFA, um, you know, it was, it was quite apparent that they weren't, you know, whether it was agreeing on the numbers, that he was going to get or the fact that he needed a fresh start. So, um, so everybody in the team knew it, he knew it, and he was just waiting for that, uh, for the phone call to be had that he was going to be, uh, you know, off and, and a member somewhere else. So he goes to a good team in Vegas. And I think that's the other thing about army. I mean, he sent, he sent the boys to New York. That's a good team. He sent, he sent the boys to uh, Toronto, another good team that has a chance to win and, and Vegas out of the, out of the West has as good a chance as any team you know, to come out of there. So I think he did them all a favor, and that is incredible respect, you know, for those guys and what they did for the St. Louis Blues. He didn't just send them off somewhere where there was no chance whatsoever and they were just going to fade away and not get into the playoffs. So I, I, I think as a player, I would really appreciate that effort by Army. Panger, do you think that there is a chance? We, we, we knew Barbashev, O'Reilly, and Tarasenko were most likely going to move, but uh, is there a chance, do you think, a likelihood, I suppose, that uh, another move could come before the trade deadline, or do you think more of the moves will wind up happening in the offseason? Uh, I don't think, this is just my feeling, but I don't think anything significant. The Army's never been a guy that, you know, builds the current roster uh, through, you know, trade deadline day. He does a lot of that work prior to the uh, prior to the draft. Always has. Now this this is the time though to 
you know, you have assets, you're moving assets, and your stocks are covered. I mean, this is this is a typical Army move. Now, does he have anything more up his sleeve? You know, possibly. Um, there's still a couple of, you know, there's still a couple of UFAs that are that are there. Um, and, and there still might be, you know, you still got a guy like Sammy Blade that's not under contract. He's a young player that I think maybe some teams would, would at least make a phone call to say, uh, you know, what's the availability there? I mean, he was a good playoff player for, for that playoff run. He's a physical guy. He's not, a, he plays with an edge. So, you know, you never know at the deadline. Maybe there's a Thomas Grice because somebody needs some depth at the goaltending position, or maybe it's a Pitlick or, or, a, or a Josh Lebo. I don't know, but I, you know, all the major stuff has been done. And, and, uh, and now for Army, I, I would have to think that he's just, you know, taking some phone calls or, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, I mean, you still have, I mean, that Chikrin deal is just hovering right now, yeah. especially late last night. You, you got the news last night. What a shocker that was seeing that, you know, Jonathan Quick being moved over to the, uh, to Columbus. And, uh, you know, what a feeling that must be for a guy that spent 16 years with the, uh, you know, with the Los Angeles Kings and then get moved. And they got Gambitov and, uh, what's the, and uh, Kokosawa. Um, so, anyway, long story short, there's, uh, there's still some stuff that could be out there with, that, with, with Jacob Chikrin. But I'd, I'm not sure if that's the area that, uh, that Army's looking at right now. Yeah, yeah, I have the L.A. Times up in, in front of me here, and that is the you headline. Do, huh? You got the newspaper? You uh, get the newspaper? No, the LA you know, Times, I, 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 Jackson, Jackson always brings in Us Weeklies and Peoples and Seventeens for me. But I, I just go online. You know, sometimes I'll browse and see what Brad Pitt's wearing. But, but today... I, I, I just went to the website. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you along the lines on the goaltending thing. We had some people texting in when Jeremy Ruther was on TMA this morning about, hey, with seeing what, what the Kings were able to get with Quick, you think there's any chance the Blues would go, wow, maybe Bennington would be a move if they're going to start turning the page. You think there's any chance in the world they would do that? <laughs> oh, you're really perusing the papers right now. Huh? <laughs> wow. Well, I tell you what, that's been, he's been our, I mean, he's been our uh, lifeline. Yeah. That guy. I mean, boy, oh boy. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't think you say never, you know, I don't know. I, I, I see that very unlikely, but, but, but I could see now, nah, you know what, the, 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 what it is, is it's a dollar figure right now. Like every, you know, it's 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 hard to it's hard to match up with these teams. I mean, you got teams that are bankers, basically the Minnesota North, uh, Minnesota North, Minnesota Wild have been bankers. Arizona has been bankers. You know, they're taking up twenty five percent for a third or fourth round pick of yeah. teams. I, I think it's hard to 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 get another team out there uh, right now to nibble on it to make a, a deal like that. So I, I would I would say no. I would say unlikely uh, at this particular point. But uh, yeah, with the, with the Kings doing that, did you see the, the quick move coming? Did, did, not necessarily the Hall per se, no, but but to, to, not, to spend all that time there and be gone. No, not for him. I think from what I you know, even last night late, I, I was reading it and I, I could just picture the heartbreak yeah. in that room. I mean, Kopitar scores four goals. They win in Winnipeg, and uh, I was reading too that uh, just coincidentally enough that he's the second you know major. Maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if he's a Hall of Fame goaltender or not, but he's had a heck of a career. But they traded Wayne Gretzky to St. Louis after a game in Winnipeg. Oh, and wow. there they were in Winnipeg, and they traded. You know, there's a guy that, you know, his his sweater could be up in the rafters easily. Dustin Browns just went up there. Kopitars are going to go up there. But, I mean, Jonathan Quick's a, he's a Smythe Trophy winner. He's, 
he's almost an all-time leading American-born winner in the NHL. I'm I'm really surprised by the whole thing, and I and I, I would I would I would find this to be a very difficult move to be the general manager knowing what he has done for that city. Ten years, and he's in the final year of a $58 million uh, 10-year deal, 370 wins, 57 shutouts, and 743 games with the Kings, and off he goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, With regards to the Blues at this particular moment, obviously things have turned quite a bit here over the last six weeks or so. Is there anything that you individually are looking for as far as players go or a certain type of of game that you want to see from the Blues here as they play out a season that certainly didn't go the direction that they were hoping and anticipating back in October? Well, very simple. I need more holy jumping. Nice. You know, I not do. been, I not been many lately. <laughs> I, I know. I need some holy jumping. Thanks for coming. Give them the nine of hearts, and why wouldn't they? That's what I need right now. But uh, so, so we haven't had much of that. Um, but we have had some compete. Like, you know what I what I what I like. Everybody else wants to see, and and I'm not I'm not sure if you saw the crowd last night, but it was amazing. I know the Another crowds have been incredible. Crowd. Like they've been incredible. And, and, you know, and and I tell you what, Bennington's giving them reason to clap too. He's standing on his head, giving them a chance. And, um, you know, last night they saw Kapanen, they saw Kasperi Kapanen. He had, he had four or five really good scoring chances. He blocked a shot, put his body on the line, took it on the wrist. And, uh, and, and the fans just went nuts. So uh, he stopped on a dime a couple of times, made some great plays. The fans were like, you know, they want to know who they're getting. They're, 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 they're rabid and savvy hockey fans. And they want to know. And they also want to know, uh, if if the players care, like uh, you know, and that's that's the bottom line. So what am I looking for? I'm looking for battle and compete, yeah. and finish your checks and and play. You, you know what? Whether you win or lose, honestly, right now, I don't think that that's what matters. But effort does matter. And who's quitting or who's stick, staying in the game? And I think that is absolutely the bottom line. So, um, you know, you find out an awful lot about a group of players and uh, and how they're going to be when uh, when it's kind of brutal like this. So. Um, the second half of the Pittsburgh game, I was very impressed with. Uh, yeah. There's large parts of the game against uh, Seattle that I, I, I thought were very good. I do think the team should shoot the puck more. Okay, Tim, that's we need Jackson going down to the rink and just saying, shoot the puck more. I can do that. that. Yeah, I'll give you directions to where it is. Shoot! It's the net. Jackson, it's the red thing. The post, <laughs> and then it's got this netting there. That's and right. It's been, in the, it's been in the same spot for 100 years. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the puck. The puck has to go there if you're going to win the hockey game. That's correct. That is actually you gotta, correct. You got to get the pucks in deep. Nice. Wow, look at this. All of a sudden, look at this. He might be on the TNT set tonight. I'm ready if you need guy. me, Panger. I think you're, they're ready for you, Jack. <laughs> I, I called Biz, uh, Ace, and uh, um, uh, who else is going to be there tonight? Uh, that's, a good, that's a good question. Who else is going to be there tonight? Jackson well, anyway, is be there tonight. it doesn't really uh, matter. People. It doesn't. Jackson will be on the set tonight. Yeah. That's all that. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, he uh, Jackson was under the impression when we first debuted this program that the netminder for the 2019 Boston Bruins was not Tuukka Rask, but instead Patrick Waugh. I wish he would have been on the phone for that moment, Pac- uh, Panger. Oh wow! Well, at least he didn't call him. At least he didn't call him Patty Roy. That's yeah, true. So I, yeah. So we felt like that was progress. I counted as a W. I didn't know his name was spelled Roy. Um, I've just only heard it. Well, you just always W A. W A. A couple A's actually. <laughs> yeah, would have made more sense. Three A's. Oh, Panger, go go enjoy the the short game area at Pine Valley, and and you don't have to deal with this for another seven days. And that that'll have to be I tell, refreshing. I tell you what, this past week I played uh, 
I played uh, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday at Meadowbrook and got, get my game in shape for our all-world yes. uh, match between between Patty Maroon Wah and Darren Roberts. <laughs> I worry that Maroon's focus is on this match and not on the Lightning trying to win three uh, cups in four years. That's what I worry about. No, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what, his his focus isn't that great that he can worry about two things at once. He, he, one or the other. Yeah, Patty, Patty's only he's only focused on uh, he's only focused on winning and and uh, and having another chance for six Stanley Cups in seven years. My That's what he's looking for. Goodness, unbelievable. unbelievable. Panger, always enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much, sir. That is my play. Hey, Yaroslav Halak is on the ice of the New York oh, Rangers Yaro. right now. Look at that. I'll go say I'll go say hello to Nico Mikula and Vladdy for you guys. Hey, too, there okay? he goes, ninety-one. There it is. Thanks, Panger. See you guys. Uh, Thanks, Panger. He's going to go exchange greetings. Very nice. Yaroslav Halak, Jackson. Who is he? Did he used to be the netminder for the Blue Note? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, I can. I, uh, goalies, I'm decent at. Depending well, you did say on Patrick yeah, Waugh yeah. was net minding was for the funny Bruins name. in the 2019. Patrick Waugh has a funny name. Yeah, it's spelled Roy and pronounced Waugh. That's like the but definition I mean, of he's, funny. He's the Michael Jordan of net minding. Yeah, that doesn't make his name any less strange. Strange to me. Strange, strange to me. I know we have a lot of French Canadians in the audience, and, and they're going to light them. you up here in this. Uh, maybe somebody from from Quebec is going to go see uh, the Missouri Valley Conference tournament because they're going to text in three one four three nine 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 six four six. All right, we got a situation going on here. I've gotten plenty of texts over the last couple of weeks. Hey. Dumbass usually is the way, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, is that for me or is that for Jackson?" Yeah, right. I know it's for one of us. Why do you call City the dogs? But now, if you didn't like that, I think I think you're going to be. I think maybe I'm off the mark. I'll just say this: surprised because I don't want to prejudice it. Uh, surprised with the name that is being presented as the alternative to the dogs. And somebody just sent in a shirt. So this is actually real. I thought you guys were messing with me on TMA this morning, but apparently it's real. Unless somebody created the shirt and really wants to bluff at the pot here. Uh, For real, I think people are going to be truly surprised and perhaps appalled. But maybe they'll love it. I don't know. Uh, We'll have that for you next. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganess St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's an emergency meeting here on Balloon Party for all of the friends of the feather. It's driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Acura. Come on in. The water is warm. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Action Jackson. Earlier today on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, which will be celebrating its 19th anniversary uh, in July, Jackson. You've mm. been listening all your life. Uh, not for the majority of my life, I'd say. Nice. And now you're a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. It feels great. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing this 
situation that we find ourselves in. And the situation is, is the following. In particular, Orsi's, mm. but I think it's also happened in the MLS, mm -hmm. fans have given their soccer slash football teams nicknames. And it usually happens organically. And so STL City wouldn't necessarily be STL City. Right. They would wind up being... Right. Arsenal is the Gunners. Tottenham is the Lily Whites. Wonderful. We're getting examples left and right. Yeah. Man U is Red Devils. You know, things like that. Thank you. Perfect. We have Exhibit A, B, and C. So Doug Vaughn, who, uh, who's been working with me on TMA since 2007, uh, said that the STL City franchise, uh, he would like them to be called the Dogs. Mm -hmm. It picked up steam with the listenership, and that is how, and that is why, when you hear me make reference to the Dogs, it all came to fruition. Now, Jackson this morning, as well as uh, perhaps uh, Iggy or the Plowhawk on TMA, brought it to my attention that there is pushback from some in the St. Louis soccer community. You tell me if anything I'm saying is no, wrong. So far, okay. Right. To the name the Dogs and the alternative name, and somebody just sent in a, a shirt, is the Ravioli Boys. And I have a... And I have a picture of the shirt that was sent in yeah. by a listener. Oh, so it's a picture of a toasted ravioli with RB. And so because the soccer community did not come up with the name Dogs, the soccer community is not welcoming the name and therefore have come up with an alternative, which is the Ravioli Boys. Now... When this was presented to me at about 7.38 this morning on TMA, I thought that you boys were messing with me. And now it turns out, or that the account that was saying that was being satirical. Sure. But you were adamant that this was real. And now a shirt has been sent in. And I realize somebody could have just created the shirt and spent about $10 to do so. But I'm starting to think that there is an... An effort now. I don't know how large the effort is to not allow them to be called the dogs, but instead the ravioli boys. That's correct. Is all of this accurate? To this point, yes. Okay. Now I will say. Okay. Jackson's like going to now end. advance the story. Now these nicknames for teams are certainly done by the supporters, so there is no official. There's never going to be an official name. It's really up to the court of public opinion. And then when you hear a bunch of people barking for the dogs this Saturday and not screaming about the ravioli boys, I think you might have, you know, your answer. Like Cardinal fans voted for the Navy caps on the road, but yet the organization <laughs> yeah. still went with the red caps. Right. Because we, I mean, my God, what a huge moment. This is a, the rare moment in the history of this show. And this show has history that'll be documented in, I think, a 30 for 30. Uh, at least on public access, where the TMA listeners and the Balloon Party listeners, they are bonding. You see the support for the dogs, and you see the condemnation of ravioli boys. I still, a part of my bankroll is allocated to the ravioli boys thing not being real. I, I, I would say a small part. Okay, of so you're with me that well, this might not be real. Well, because these things are coming up from, you know, sources like Reddit, and so, like, you're taking the 
you can't take everything you see on there seriously. So, but I'm pretty convinced that there is a a groundswell of support for the team nickname, the support nickname to be the Ravioli Boys. Who are these people? That's the thing is like whenever you're referencing people on the internet, that's what exactly they are. Use their real names on forums on the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, that's where you are. (laughs) You mistaken. People actually hide that's behind That's the first anonymity. thing that I've said that's not accurate. Yeah. Uh, Tim, defense, doggies, defense. Thank you. From the 314. That's the best chant I've heard so far. Uh, let's see. Uh, City should tell these soccer people to calm down with this if this Ravioli's boys thing is true. That's from the Like Carolyn Kindle has an emergency <laughs> presser today. We understand that because so many of you hate TMA, you cannot accept that the dogs came from TMA, and therefore you have come up with any alternative. And we also hate TMA here at SCLC, <laughs> right. so we understand. <laughs> However, the alternative of Ravioli Boys is appalling, and as the owner of the franchise, I beg of you to stop with the Ravioli Boys thing. Yeah, I, I really hope I I've be been honest, I'm kind of entertained by it, and I wouldn't mind if it became the Ravioli Boys just because it would be so tragic. <laughs> I, 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 This is like a rare time where I really hope I'm being duped. But I, I truly, I mean, I read this Reddit thread. There's a big community. People are, I, I saw a, a, a push for the Ravioli Boys, and they were anti-dog at that. But they're anti-dog because it comes from us. Right. Right. And yeah. so what I'm doing now is I'm throwing my full support behind Ravioli Boys. You see what I'm doing? Yes. Reverse psychology on them. Uh, what is wrong with these people? The dogs is a great name. The Ravioli Boys is as stupid of a name as I've ever heard been created. The Ravioli Boys sounds like a name. You would call them when St. Louis SC was playing like the Blues are now. That's from the 573. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. It's weird, though. In the MLS, some of the teams have like mascots. Like the Seattle Sounders, the Portland Timbers. What are their mascots? The Sounders and the Timbers. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I, I, but then you have teams like Sporting Kansas City. That was nice. You fought off the breaking ball. <laughs> off Austin FC. You got t- yeah, like there's there's like I think Vancouver's the Whitecaps. Like I don't get why some have mascots and others like Real Salt Lake. Real, of course, means royal, so it's a name that might not have been earned. But like I just don't get that. Like it should be uniform across the entire league. I think. Uh, let's see, uh, guys, Ravioli Boys absolutely sucks. What's next? The Provel people? Thanks. That's from the 314. Provel people ain't half bad. <laughs> I'm kind of into that one. Ravioli Boys is just a joke name that the team released when people were trying to guess the name before City was announced. That's from the 314. And that reminds me, Jackson, I said a guy texted in and then sent me an email, Team Kern at InsideSteel.com. And it was sent on April first, twenty twenty-two. That it came from City. I think you were bluffed. But but I but I saw them like saying like in response to the dogs April that like Fool's Day that ravioli. You got, bo- you got juked like a guy in the secondary. And there's oh here comes Barry Sanders. Oh there he goes. Oh here comes Steve Smith at the fifty. There goes Jason Seorn's athletic supporter. That's what happened here. And ravioli boys can't be real. And while I hear what you're saying, and that is I'm going to text Seabeck and get to the bottom of this. That's what I'm going to do. Very compelling. That's a good. That's a good call. But. I saw in response to them saying that the dogs was a nickname that the morning after was pushing, that things like ravioli boys and hellcats were other options. And people like upvoted ravioli boys. So maybe I, like I said, I hope I've been duped. I really do. Because ravioli boys just won't cut it, frankly. All right, let's do a compare and contrast. Okay. Defense, doggies, defense. Defense, doggies, defense. Yeah, that's really strong. 
defense ravioli boys defense it doesn't defense it just uh, yeah it's 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 too multi-syllabic yeah that was nice uh it would be right i guess you'd be like dip it ravioli boys dip it it's pretty good yeah i don't know see i'm on board i'm throwing my as tim mckernan i am throwing my throwing my full support behind ravioli boys yeah i think that's you know i don't know what to say i hope i've been duped i really do i never want to be duped more and this can't be before. real. Ravioli boys, hell no. It's from the 618. Those are your people. <laughs> Simping for the 618. Welcome back to Simping for the 618. Is that the new show? Yeah. No. Uh, so all of this is just because little Jackson got pranked. Thanks. That's from the no, 616. No, but I've, re- I've read this. This re- Like I said, there's no like way that. Sometimes things that are said on the internet are not true. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm very aware. But this is like, I don't know. City will never like this. Has nothing to do with St. Louis City SC. That they they are St. Louis City SC. That is what they are. There's no if, around that. This is supporters trying to make the nickname something. to try to save them from being the dogs. But I think the dogs thing is already inside the red zone. It's, it's perfect. The Purina is across the chest. Now the thing that's happened that's unfortunate that is not true is that we on TMA are being labeled as anti-soccer, which is just not accurate. It's not. It's, it's, not, it's not remotely accurate. I said I think on Monday. On, uh, it was today, Wednesday, uh, that I think the atmosphere in that building on Saturday night is going to be ridiculous. And I love that young St. Louis in particular, which is oftentimes overlooked, uh, will have what I think will be a youthful, energetic setting for one of our sports teams. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And uh, so the thing about being anti-soccer is not accurate. I mean, people say... Crap, it's not accurate. <laughs> Plenty of times, and it's fine. Comes with it's a cost of doing business, Jackson. Absolutely. If you do a radio watch... show or podcast or whatever, it's fine. But that is not accurate. I loved that thing on Saturday night. Love watching the World Cup. Now, am I up early watching EPL? I'm not. That's me. I love you. Watching. Do I love well, watching I EPL that. on Saturday and Sunday mornings because there's nothing else on. It's 9 a.m. Cup of coffee and a little little footy. Can't uh, beat it. And Champions League's just as good as it gets. I love. Wow, I, I, I didn't know this was I'm going a, on. I really do enjoy soccer. Uh, your thoughts are welcome, although you're giving plenty of them already. 314-399-9646, Air Conference Service Tech Line. Somebody's going to win Missouri Valley Conference tournament tickets in the next segment with the best text. It's chosen unilaterally. Yeah, it's all me. By uh, Jackson, that's coming up. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Jackson, uh, final segment of Balloon Party. Last time we're going to see each other for a month. Yeah, it's going to be a Is while. that emotional? I'm, Is this emotional? I'm choking up a little. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was going to be that emotional. Well, you know, I'm just you know, one half of the this award-winning team is going to be... Oh my gosh, no. I'm surprised you would give yourself credit for being 50%. <laughs> I know. I'm 75. Jackson, uh, who is going to the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament with the best text sent into the Air Comfort Service text line here on Munganess Balloon Party? gentleman by the name of Connor will be going to the MVC Madness Tournament uh, for this text uh, in reference to the Ravioli Boys situation, saying this is like when Jeremy Rutherford tricked Jackson into thinking the Grizzlies are coming to St. Louis. <laughs> and I thought that was a wonderful callback. And if that nothing else, I love a callback. And, so. it, and it also conveys gullibility on the part of at least well, one well, yeah, 70, 75 percent of the show. Yeah, yeah, I know it's uh, it it's not true, 
But but, the, but you say the ravioli boys thing is true. I, I'm saying it's true in the sense that there is like people. There who is are, a guy on a message board. No, no, I think there is a a, a, a movement. A movement is might it be. a counteroffensive to the dogs? That I think it very well could be. Right. Just keep an eye on it. That's what I'll say. Is keep an eye on it because if you see some people, you know. Barking and then getting yelled at, saying, "No, we're the Ravioli Boys." Well, then, no, we don't have a civil war at the, no, the very no. first game for this franchise because we're all going to be cheering for the same team, the Dogs, the team in the city red. Defense, doggies, defense, defense, doggies, defense. I think it's great. Yeah, boy, what's going to sound like when people are chanting that in the building on Saturday night? Electric. Yeah, it's going to be electric. Thank you. Whether it's dogs or ravioli boys, I'm going to need to get toasted to make it through 90 minutes of guys running in circles. Well, some people aren't excited about Saturday, and there's an example. Yeah, they're not necessarily running in circles. I really am excited about it. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. I really am. What, 7 o'clock on Saturday? 7.30, I think. It's almost always going to be 7.30 local time. So if they're playing in on the West Coast or the East Coast, it'll be different. But if they're playing in the Central Time Zone, I'm pretty sure oh, all the right? games are at 7.30. Okay, got it. It's good knowledge. Thank I, you. I, 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 I'm I, wrong. For the first time in 14 months on this show, I've learned something. That's nice. <laughs> Sometimes it takes, you know, a year and a half. Uh, Connor just texted in. He couldn't be more excited about winning. Sweet. Uh, man, I kissed Jackson's ass and I win nothing. Thanks, Ledoux, lad. Yeah, you, uh, Jackson, uh, he spotted the play you made here. Jackson read me this text during the commercial break. It said, Jackson, I feel like you take a lot of crap from the text line and no one truly understands you are the glue. No, the literal helium that floats the balloon. And Jackson, you felt like you... Yeah, I mean, I agree with the sentiment. Right. But the the message, while, of course, through text, it's tough to tell tone, I could pick up that that was a... uh... It was a kind of a telegraphed shot. Yeah, and he and he did immediately bail once, right, once Connor was announced as the vindicates winner. Vindicates me a little bit. Uh, the 19 people who have Apple TV in St. Louis will be glued to the television on Saturday. That's from a 618. I got to tell you something. And I know the Apple TV thing can be, you know, you used to say divisive, but now you say divisive, and I have no idea what happened. Uh, but either way, divisive. Yeah. Divisive. Creating a schism. Nice. Uh, I loved it. Loved on it. Saturday. Loved it. I love being, let me take you back to a time where you hit a button and a game comes up. Huh? And then there isn't like hits throughout the broadcast. It was just wonderful. Tell, I enjoyed that. Tell me there's no like buffering circles or nope. the same ad. I just was able to watch it. And I'm looking forward to that on Saturday night. I can't wait. I legitimately cannot wait. All right, Jackson, I will see you via YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. That'll be, and this is emotional. This is <laughs> This is saying goodbye. It's kind of like, was that uh, Henry Winkler playing the role of Fonzie when he walked out on Happy Days and then he turned around and he embraced Ron Howard? Or did he embrace Tom Bosley, who would later play Father Dowling on Father Dowling's Mysteries? That's a really good cast. Hank Winkler, Ron Howard, and yeah, Tom Happy Bosley. Days. Yeah, and don't forget Scott Bayo, friend right. of the show. Well, I missed that one by about 25 years or so. Yeah. Oh, you're age-shaming now. Well, I don't try to. No, my point is, it was very emotional when Fonzie walked out for the last time seeing Ron Howard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that emotion. I feel like Ron Howard. And I'm, I'm Henry Winkler, Fonzie? Yeah. Hey. Nice. nice. I, I know like, that What one. a wonderful impression. All right, time for us to go. Uh, BK and Ferrario are up next. Traction Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Munganass, St. Louis Acura's presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.